husband wakes up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hey everyone. Thank you for downloading the podcast today. Pleasure. Yeah. Big show. Australian legend, Jimmy Barnes, mm-hmm. joined us. Oh, I thought you meant the other Australian legend. Sam Fisher. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. He's what are you? He's going to play this. Oh, he's a working class man. So good. Have you guys seen him live? No. No, unfortunately. Mm. Where did you see him? Adelaide. Is that a venue? coffee shop or? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a lot of performances that used to go on at Clipsal. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He's. Uh, I think he was. He lived there. In Adelaide. Yeah. Hmm. Let me look that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sam Fisher is also on the show We talked to him live from LA I believe that's where he lives Mm -hmm. He's over there Um, We also uh, talk about something very important um, And we need to spread this out to the rest of the Australian media Uh. And that is um, Anastasia Palaszczuk We're not calling her boyfriend her boyfriend anymore No No. I need them to say this And walking on the red carpet Here is Anastasia Palaszczuk The Premier of Queensland Mm. And her Squeeze. Squeeze. And here is Dr. Ravi with his pilf. <laughs> Could you explain that? I don't understand What's it. A- Premier, he'd like to find love with. What did you think it was? Well, that's a piffle. <laughs> <laughs> She's a piffle. That's a piffle <laughs> She's a piffler. Piffler <laughs> uh, Okay, here we go. Let's get into the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Have you ever really had a conversation with your kids to find out how old they think you are? No. You know when they say little comments and mm. you're like, what? Like back what? in your day, mum, did you yeah. do this? So today is creative dance at my kid's school and I'm going to go along and he was saying that he is doing uh, the, I think they're doing the Macarena. Macarena. Which we looked up and he was saying that that was in the 80s mm. and we looked it up and it was in the 90s. It is in the 90s. Also about a woman cheating on her partner while he's away at war. I never knew that. Mm. Oh, okay. Right. Still a terrible song. Do you want me to heckle <laughs> that at the... You f- feel free to do whatever well, you if, like. If the mood takes me. If the mood takes you, you do that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but they have to do dress up. And my son said to me, I need to dress up as the 90s. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> yes. And he said, what did you wear in the olden days? Yeah. Where am I going to get a uh, suit of armour? But the olden days? 100%, mate. Yeah. Yeah. I want a ye olde snapback, please, mum. Yeah. Oh, it's not the olden days, is it? It's before no. internet. It's before Facebook. But it's still, what, the olden days is like 19, 1920s. We no, can refer to that as the olden days. There's no, wait, That's the Victorian wait, era. When are we starting to say that the 80s and 90s are olden days? When we get old. It, no, it's still like the, Look, the you, olden. You've got to think of it this way, and this one always trips people out, these kind of things. If they made the Wonder Years, remember that show where the guy mm-hmm. looks back on his childhood in the 60s? If they made that now, it would be in the 90s. No, it'd even be, be in the 2000s. That's how old we are. Remember we had that, uh, a a lady was saying that she she wanted to ask her parents when they start seeing colour. Yes. Because she thought that they they saw only black and white. She said, when did you start seeing colour? (laughs) All the photos are in black and white. One of my friends asked her, how old were you when the washing machine came out? Wow. She was like, what? How old do you think I am? Mm Mm-hmm. But now I have to work out the theme, and I'm going back into it, and I'm like, well, there's tie-dye, but tie-dye is around anymore. Well, tie-dye is 70s. 
No. See, so, oh, this is where it gets hard power. as well. No, Things but are then, coming in and out so much mm. as well. I'm talking about the tie-dye that's sort of like a hyper-colour one. That was 90s. Oh, uh, hyper-colour And then was. denim. Yeah, denim, overalls double denim. Mm-hmm. For guys and girls. Um, and I did a big puffy jacket. Mm-hmm. With, that was the parachute material. Brilliant. And I had all of those in the house. See, Maddie asked me when he needs to dress up in the 90s. What should I wear? Yeah. Because <laughs> were you born in the 90s? You were born in the 80s, were you? Yeah, but I was 1987. Oof. That's when I was born. No matter how young you think you are, mm. you're always old to your kids. Yes. Like constantly, and you're always going to be old. Mm. There is no such thing as you going, yeah, I'm a young mum, I'm a cool mum. Like, yeah. you, no, there is no way that you have that ability. No. My oldest son is 20, and for years and years, um, people would say, oh, how good is it going to be when he's 18? <laughs> and, yes. you know, I'll still be, like, oh, still be out. party with him. Yeah. And everyone's like, that's going to be amazing. I'm like, that is so true. Like, we're going to go to clubs. Mm. Yeah. It's going to be he's wicked. He's going to ask you to go to the bar. He thinks I am the biggest loser in the world. <laughs> He doesn't invite me oh. anywhere. And I ring him. I, I text him and go, let's go to the pub. He goes, sorry, I'm busy. Ouch. Oh. So you, I think being a parent just means you're old. old. Yeah. You know? So you can I, emancipate them. No. No. <laughs> be careful, though. You know what's going to be hurtful is you've got your 90s costume. Mm. And if you get there and someone says to you, why didn't, why didn't you, you dress, dress up? up? <laughs> that, always, that always hurts. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I didn't feel didn't like it. feel like it. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Leave Anna alone! Anastasia Palaszczuk, a wonderful premiere, and she's been doing so much for the state. She's out and about and then got crucified for being out and about. Mm. People are like, oh, wait a minute, what are you doing? You're always on the red carpet. But it's red carpets that she organised. Yeah, and got, like, you know, Elvis. She got them to film here, making millions for the economy and whatnot. Exactly, the Logies. Mm -hmm, Did the same. Uh, But one thing that's come up a bit that I kind of just go, I, I think we need to change this. And that is her boyfriend. Not change her boyfriend. They, he's <laughs> well, wonderful. You, you, you know so that we love lines, him. No, not. I think they're perfectly suited. Because I always loved it. Remember when she had her mask off mm. for a selfie, and everyone's like, "Oh, we can do it for photos." But people didn't know that that was her boyfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah, and she couldn't be like, "Everyone, relax. We're sleeping together." No, because uh, so they hadn't given a name to it. Yeah. But it's just—I <laughs> just don't feel comfortable with the word "boyfriend." Too immature, too uh, oh, unstable. Listen to this. This is Carl Stefanovic talking about right. it, and even when he talks about it, he says like "boyfriend" as if it's like. Mm-hmm. Mm. Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk is facing criticism today after it was revealed she invited her boyfriend, Surgeon Reza Adib, attended the one-hour meeting at the Sydney Sofitel. Sorry, mm. Peter Stefanovic. That's easy to do. The Aldi Carl. The Aldi Carl. Depends who you are. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, no. You're right, he does go, boyfriend. <laughs> boyfriend, I just think... At a certain age, I think you need to change the name. Mm. We're talking about partner, but partner can mean that people don't know your sexuality, which is fine mm. if you don't want to talk about it, but then they will always refer to your partner and don't ask any other questions. Mm-hmm. Can they say so, we're going steady? No, that sounds worse. Thirteen ten sixty. if you've got another term for or uh, maybe you do this. Her hookup. Someone wrote, um, <laughs> you know... <laughs> Gary no, wrote no. companion. Fella. Companion? Mm. Companion. This is my companion, but then someone said it sounds like a dog. Yeah, it does. Don't you reckon? No, but this is my companion. Companion? Oh. Or carer. Or carer. No, you can't say. It sounds a bit like carer, uh, and he's a doctor. Yeah, companion sounds yeah. carer. This is my companion. He's a doctor. He looks I after like me. I like other half. But that's marriage, isn't it? 
No, it's my other half. Yeah. I think. I think that's serious though. Maybe because no, because marriage to me. Because Scotty calls me his ball and chain. I think that's marriage. What about this one? It's a sexy, <laughs> sexy word, okay. and it's actually the legal term. That's her de facto. Uh, no, because de facto, I think of like they can separate their money. They gotta live together. Yeah, but they he, don't he live... gets half the state. But they don't live together yet. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you get the top half. Uh, there you I don't go. Have a... But oh, you have nice to live together there. when you get de facto. Set, what's that? You have to live together. Yeah, right. For six months, isn't it? No, no, I'm just saying, for to be in a, a de facto relationship, I think you need to live together. Do you reckon they're doing that thing where he's pretending he's not, and he's but like, <laughs> if they came around, like, mate, you got your toothbrush here, it's de facto. I think he's doing Come all right. On. He's yeah. a wonderful Pay doctor. back your rent assistance, exactly. mate. Exactly. We know you're living here. 131060, exactly. what is another word that we can use for it mm. other than boyfriend? Because I just think I even, I don't know, I always liked when... I could change boyfriend to fiance and we didn't get married for a while because we couldn't mm, afford it. Yeah. But I just fiance sound a little bit more grown up than saying my boyfriend. Yeah, fiance's great. Well, what, let's let's ask specifically two people who are of in the same situation as yeah. them. Like, what term do you use? Because there might be people their age who go, no, I love boyfriend. I love boyfriend. I love girlfriend. Makes me feel younger, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Because I think once you do step up to partner and stuff, you are getting serious, aren't you? Yeah. They're serious. Oh, maybe they're just friends with benefits. No. I th- Medical benefits. Mm. They're not, because he, I, she wouldn't take him on the red carpet if that was the case. Do you think he has, she has to give him his Medicare card after? <laughs> no, he he's, not bulk, he's not bulk billing. <laughs> but you should get a bulk bill for sure. Get a little he's rebate. The- <laughs> hey, you up for a rebate tonight, baby? <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring your healthcare card. <laughs> this one's on me. Thirteen, ten, sixty. What do you use if you're in a in a relationship later in life? Mm-hmm. What what do you call your partner or boyfriend? <laughs> Will, what do you think we should call Anna's boyfriend? Hi, Tim. Yeah, definitely acquaintance over there because I think you, you guys seem to have exhausted every other option. And <laughs> that's probably the next closest thing that would kind of fit in with um, her. Current status. Is acquaintance romantic enough? Well, well, the only thing is, Will, sometimes we'll go, oh, they're not a friend, they're an acquaintance, which means there's someone in your life, but you're not friends with them. Mm. Acquaintance. Mm. But you could also flip it on the other side of the coin to make it a little bit more than just a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But I know you're saying, like, if they're, if they were together and she's introducing him, you know, like, this is my acquaintance. Hey, mum, hey, dad, he's my acquaintance. That's, yeah. Yeah, I suppose you got a point. Might be a little bit rough, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no idea's a bad idea, though, Will. He's a very warm guy, though. He's a lovely That's guy. That's the whole thing. So I don't know if you want to give him, like, yeah. Hmm. This is my warm guy. This is my cuddle buddy. A- acquaintance actually means a person <laughs> one knows slightly, but who is not as cl- not a close friend. I think she knows him better than slightly. Linda in Brisbane, <laughs> what do you think we should call the Premier's partner? Ooh. Well, I think uh, a man friend is... A man friend. This is my man friend. friend. Mm -hmm. It's my man friend. (laughs) It just sounds like (laughs) we're sleeping together. He's my man friend. No, no, no. No. A lot of of older people, a lot of more mature age people are dating these days and they need something, some word to refer there. Yeah. Friend. And if you say boyfriend, it seems like he's young. Is is that you, Linda, at all? Are you in that situation? No, no, no. No. I I was playing golf with a lady recently Mm -hmm. and she referred to her. Her man friend, and I said, oh, that's oh. a good word. Yeah, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it upgrades after, because a man friend sounds like someone you might have been have for six months. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then it becomes a bit more permanent. My man. Well, then you, I would say you refer to partner. 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 Okay, yeah. See, mm-hmm. a man friend doesn't live with you yet, does he? 
No, you go yeah. out with him. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, no, all right, Linda, I like that. Mm. All right, Ian's on. What do you think, Ian? I think maybe just call it what it is, the squeeze. Squeeze. My <laughs> <laughs> main squeeze, main squeeze, not just mine. And I want all the reporters to say it. Anastasia yeah. Palaszczuk rocked up on the red carpet with her squeeze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a surgeon. <laughs> uh, so good. Uh, all right, Michaela and Mango Hill, what are your thoughts? What, what do we call, um, rather than squeeze, because squeeze is the front runner at the moment. Oh, I really just think it should be partner because, like, I'm in the same kind of predicament. Mm. Me and my partner have kind of been together for 11 years, but we're not 14, 13 anymore. So it's not boyfriend. I just think it's too young. Uh-huh. And then I just think, you know, old man or fella is just a bit old. Yeah. Yeah. Ball and chain. Well, we met my partner. Yeah. Mm. Whatever we decide right now is what we commit to. I think it's got to be the daily squeeze, right? I, Did you, I, like... I mean, Michaela, yours is brilliant, but do you like squeeze as well? Just for fun. Oh, look, I think it's a little bit naughty, to be honest. That's why we like it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. For, it will forever be Anastasia Palaszczuk's squeeze. squeeze. Main squeeze. Main Next squeeze. Only squeeze. Eventually. Just the squeeze. Just yeah. squeeze. Just squeeze. Yeah. All those, okay, all those in favour of squeeze. Do you guys like the squeeze? We like the squeeze. All right, squeeze. let's do it around the whole, around the whole team. All those in favour of squeeze, say aye. 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 All those against. Oh. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. News Corp chairman Rupert Murdoch and Wendy Dang Murdoch, his soon-to-be ex-wife, said they were parting with mutual respect. Married for 14 years, shook hands and briefly hugged after the proceedings. Oh, briefly hugged. Yeah, that was uh, one of his wives, but he's since been remarried. Talking about Rupert Murdoch, the Australian billionaire yeah. worth over 25 billion. Woof. Uh, he has, uh, well, he married a few years ago the former supermodel, Jerry Hall. She's 65 years of age and he's uh, 91. He had his big 90s celebration last year. They've been married for a few years and now they've announced that they're uh, getting divorced. At 91. At 91, he's probably got other stuff to do. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you just wait it out? He's a, he's a healthy 91, though. Well, Like, yeah. he's living his life. He's got the best doctors, no yeah. doubt. But I don't know what the, the thing is. But everyone was like, what's going to happen with the, the companies? But they both came in with their own money. A yeah. lot of it is in shares. Like, it's not to do with money at all. Mm. Nah, if it was to do with money, she'd hang in. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she separated from Mick Jagger, and yeah. she was trying to get half of the $100 million. I think she settled for $10 million because right. they said they only had a ceremony. It wasn't a real marriage. Plus, she had her own career. She was, pretty, she did, she was yeah. a huge supermodel. She was in the Batman movie. She's done heaps of stuff. It's not about the money, but I always think they were together for a while, and then you get married, and then you kind of go, oh, well, that was it. Mm. Like, wouldn't you just go, we could see this out? I also think at 91... Mm. <laughs> Haven't you learnt a few things to keep your marriages going? Maybe it's the opposite way, though, where you're like, oh, I can't, I, I've done this all before to keep the marriage going. I'm oh, tired of that. Yeah. Interesting I'm stat gonna, for I'm you, I'm just going to be me. You I know? think it was yep. in the love languages, if anyone's read that. Uh-huh. You read the you book? Yeah. I've never read it. And in the front of it, they talk about people would say that they're going to be more successful in their second marriage, and they're saying that it's not actually the case, mm. that you're more likely to be successful in your first marriage because... You try harder. Well, I guess you try harder, mm. and also you are so used to your certain ways that you're not willing to change. Mm. Oh, okay. So you just have this idea that this is how it should be, and you'll just keep going until you get it that way. Yeah, well, pooping with the door fourth. open, and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, mm. maybe you're not willing to compromise. Yeah, but I would be. I, I, w- I would find it hard if my parents separated now. 
Well, all those ones where it's like, oh, we turned 18. Oh, and you're getting a divorce. What are the, what's the... Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. my parents have been married for 45 years. Yeah, right. Wow, that's it is, good. It gets to that point, though, doesn't it, where you think why... And especially, like, the rigours of getting a divorce. It's not an easy process, and he's 91. Well, then you have to get an extra house. I mean, yeah. for them, I think it's easier. Do you think his kids are going, yay, two Christmases? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they ever call Jerry Hall mummy. No, yeah, no. I think so. No, no, I would. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't you? No, no creep. No, you wouldn't. Probably not. Not okay. if you did. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we were talking about and we're thinking like, it's it's sort of like an end of life crisis almost. Like, mm. do you know, have you got grandparents or do you know anyone who they went, like, you feel like they've lived their whole life and then in their 80s or 90s they go, nah, I'm getting divorced well, I guess and if I'm they're not happy again. and they go, you know what, time's of the essence. Yeah, I've only got a year yeah. left. I don't want to do it. But that's what I'm saying. I reckon it would be hard because you've, you've got one house. That's what I reckon would be hard at that age. Mm. Not, you can't really go to the bank and say, hey, do you mind if I get a loan? Mm. But imagine if you go, hey, let's... 30-year di- period. <laughs> 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 let's divorce, yeah. sell the house. Mm. And get, both get, like, apartments or something. Yeah, or you go, I'm going to move into the retirement village. Maybe. And party on. Maybe. Is that how you did it? You, you think go it to a retirement village and went, oh, do you mind if I don't go to the same one he is? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you think it'd be split. the same as even like, because when you're young and you're like, oh, well, now I'm going to get divorced and I'm going to be out there. I'm going to be beating women off with a stick because I'm just so popular. And you, you're just sitting at the old folks home going, that was stupid. Oh. You could still be the most popular person at the nursing home. No, that's true. Mm. Don't, reckon, don't reckon, give up. You reckon Murdoch will be the most popular no, person no, at his I retirement home? I think I he might be. It is money, I reckon. Mm. Thirteen ten sixty. Uh, Rupert Murdoch getting a divorce at 91. Do you know someone elderly who got a divorce, who had an end-of-life crisis? Mm. Talia, who had the end-of-life crisis? Talia? Talia, sorry. Talia. Talia, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I think you could have guessed. Uh, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, I was selling at a market store once, and an elderly lady actually came up and started talking to me about... Um, just her life and how she was actually married for almost 60 years. Uh, she was abused by her husband mm-hmm. for most of it. Right. Had an amazing life. They travelled and everything, but she was so miserable that at around the age 85, I think she said, she just divorced him, lost everyone in her life, and she said, I've started from scratch, but I've never been happier. Wow. Started from scratch. I love that. Mm. Yeah. Never been happier. What would you do, 85? Would you join, join bowls? Dancing? Well, she was, yeah, she was joining um, clubs and stuff yeah. around the local area, just mm. meeting people around her same age again. And, I guess it's a bit yeah. different too, because when you look at it, say, like 40 years ago, where you're like, well, if I leave now, I've got to set up a whole new life, got to find a house, all that sort of stuff. But if you go, mm. i only got three or four years left. It's not gonna, I don't have to set up my life, you know? Yeah, so mm. her children, by the sounds of that, didn't talk to her because of it? No, from what I heard from her mm. story, she just said that her kids didn't believe her. They chose the father. And- wow. Thing. Just, yeah, she lost everyone. The other she sad thing the is, if, if you're doing it at that presents. age, you must have been miserable for a while, mm, you mm. know, which is a bit... Starting from scratch. Mm. Caitlin in Springfield Lakes, end of life crisis. You know someone that's done this? Yeah, morning, guys. My nan was actually someone's end of life crisis. Oh. She was a hot fling for her boyfriend, yeah. um, who had been married three times, and they met on a cruise after she lost my pa. So... They thought, originally, she thought she was being a nice guy, it was all good, uh, but yeah, he he made her out of her hot fling towards the end. Oh, wow. So he was still married? He wasn't still married, but he, yeah, he'd been divorced three times. Uh-huh. She was in mid-70s when they met, uh-huh. and he was maybe five, ten years older. Mm-hmm. So 
he um he was unwell when they met and he knew he was unwell when they met. So yeah, he was he was having a hot fling to see him there. Wow. Did she did, did that upset her a lot or did he was he up front saying, Hey, this is the deal, I'm gonna die soon? No, no, it was um it was a nice little little friendship, we can yeah. call it. Yeah. Um and she, she actually moved in with him. And then, and then moved back home with us after after he passed. Right. Well, there you wow. go. There's hope for Jerry Hall. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Box. Uh, tomorrow, guys, it's worth $10,000. It's the 24th of June when we play. And your answers to win the money is? Red. Receptionist and Rebel Wilson. You have to talk like that time when you're doing it the same time. You do, time. don't you? Mm. Mm. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Jimmy Barnes. Jimmy Barnes. Jimmy Barnes. Since the 70s, Jimmy Barnes has been singing his heart out. There's more to Jimmy Barnes than rock and roll. Hit after hit told the story of our lives. How great is this? Joining us this morning, the one and only Jimmy Barnes is on the air. Good morning. G'day, how are you guys? Oh, this is brilliant that you're going to be performing at Brisbane Entertainment Centre on Saturday the 2nd of July. Are you yeah. looking forward to getting back out there? Because we're saying it has been a few years of just bollocks, really, hasn't it? <laughs> uh, well, you know, we've managed to squeeze a few gigs in, but I am absolutely dying to get it the end set and, you know, and, and hit a big gig, especially with a, a gig with this sort of production mm. and these sort of songs. And, you know, I just... I, we've, we've started the tour off in Adelaide and we've done Adelaide and Melbourne and, uh, and you know, we're... Um, you know, coming through Sydney before we get up there. So, you know, it was just really great to see the reaction that people have to these tunes. So mm. It was awesome. A lot of fun. Well, such a great album. And I remember when it came out and it was such a, it was a pivot for you, uh, you would say. Yeah. You know? And But yeah. everyone took it. And, and so good songs and classic songs. Uh, fun to go back and do that. I guess it's a m- much less strain on your poor vocal cords that have had a horrible time during your, your life. Um, <laughs> you know what? I don't do anything very really half measures though. That's yeah. a, that's the thing. You see, uh, people say, "Oh, you're taking it easy doing soul." I sort of do soul the way I, the way I sort of you know. It's sort of like cage wrestling, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, downhill skiing. So I, I attack it in any way. But uh, but I mean, the songs um, the songs mean a lot to me because these are all the sort of tunes that I li- grew up listening to. Mm. So you know, when I first originally did the, the Soul Deep record back in '91, um, it was like literally after you know you know ten years ten years of touring. It was like going back to the well and drawing on, you know, on those roots and those and those influences that I had. Mm. And and I find every time I do it, I, I really I really get inspired to sing. So so we're really having a great time. And and just the fact that you, you have that sort of production around you, you know, I've got mm. beautiful singers and and, uh, you know, the big horn section. It's, it's a lot of fun. Can I confirm that you did invite Albanese? I just wanted to confirm this because there was a big hoo-ha that all of a sudden, this is like, you know, before he got elected to be the Prime Minister, he appeared um, on stage, you know, before you were performing and everyone was like, oh, what is he doing there? Some people booed him. He wasn't invited. I'm like, oh, that was at a music festival, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, just... that, was, that was at Byron Bay. Yeah. 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 I'll tell you what happened. It was, it was very, it was, I felt a bit bad for Albo, actually. Albo's a big music fan. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. He's, he's been coming to cultures or gigs for, you know, as long as I've known him you know for, for many years he comes to my shows he supports australian music what i really one of, one of the things and one of the reasons are besides knowing him and knew he was a fan i, I like the fact that that party had a had a had a music policy you know an arts policy so I, and so you know, i said please come along albert it'd be good it'd be lovely to see you and and he came down and and of course the, you know the the festival got wind of it and they, they and and i guess albo's you know, pr people got wind of it and thought it'd be a great idea to get up on stage 
So what happened was, you know, if you imagine being at a music festival all day, you know, going off. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and and not Albert, I was talking about the, the audience. Yeah. Nah, he, he, would have been, he would have been on it too. <laughs> no, oh, yeah, been on it. <laughs> <laughs> he turns up, right? Mm. And, and it's like eight o'clock at night. They've been in, they've been in this tent bloody rocking all day. Yeah. And the, the lights are, are dim, but all my gear set up. And, and, you know, the drum kit's up there with Jimmy Barnes band and all that sort of stuff. And and this, this DJ who walked who was doing the intros walked. I can't remember his name. He walked up and he said, uh, "Would you welcome the working class man?" And it was all my you know the front row were packed with my audience. Yeah. Yeah. And so they thought, "Here comes Jimmy." And I went, and then Albo walked out. And I went, "Hang on a minute." Oh, <laughs> As you would. That's, yeah, that's just and, and, and he took it. He rolled with it really well. He just went, "Look, you know, we're, we're here. We're supporting music on radio, Australian music on radio. We're supporting this. You know, yeah. here's our arts policy." And they all cheered. So, but I, I, I've said this since then. And had it been a lesser politician, dare I say, another politician, yeah. somebody we knew very well, the old prime minister, for instance, they might have got killed. Yeah. 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 So Albo was there. And I just love the fact that, you know, that, you know, in the middle of a campaign like that, that you know, he, I said, because I said to him, you, if you really want to have, you know, support Australian music, come and see how it works on the ground up. This is the first big festival we've done for years, you know, in Australia. And you'll see the people who work behind the scenes as well as the people who work in front of it, you know? Mm. And, uh, and, and he did. So was, I, I, was, I was quite happy about that. Because we've actually asked him to DJ for us before, and I reckon last time we did, we asked him what his playset was, and you were on his playset. Do you remember? Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I, know, I know he loves me. And he's, uh, like I said, he's, he's been turned up at chisel gigs all the time. Yeah. And it was funny because, um, you know, when the night of the election, you know, there was all those, there was those stories about me sort of bringing him at 3.30 in the morning. And, stuff. Yeah. and that, is, that wasn't true. I said at 11 o'clock at night, I sent him a text saying, you know, congratulations, well done. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't pick it up till 3.30. So he was the one that was out. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but, uh, but uh, the, next day, the next day, I said, oh, you know, uh, good on you, Abba, well done. And he said, Party at the uh, party at the lodge. I'm living out the more Australian than you at the lodge. Once, well, out. once they can get Scomo out. Remember, he still was in there for some time is because he was. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's gone now. Is he's he gone? gone. Is he all right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 back to the Shire. <laughs> you are you're you're an Australian icon. You're an Australian legend, uh, and your name is synonymous with Australia. Working class man is almost a, a, a unofficial anthem. But you were born in my hometown. You were born in Glasgow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Glasgow, Scotland. Do you go back to Scotland much? Do you ever, you know? I went back to Scotland. The first time I went back was in 1979. Mm. And I remember getting off the, I got a train from London to Glasgow, got off the train. I was walking to get a cab and on uh, walking through the railway station and some drunk guy, drunk guy came up and tried to pick a fight with me. Yep. And I, I'm standing there and then, and then some other drunk guy jumped in to save me. And as I, and, I, and they just sort of started fighting over on my, on my left and I kept walking. And I remember sort of scratching my head going, these are my people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but there's something about going to Glasgow, particularly play music. Yeah. A, Glasgow's a big music town, and some of the, the most vocal, wildest, enthusiastic, funny music crowds I've ever played to. So uh, I do like to get back there and play a lot. Uh, the, of course, the State of Origin is this weekend as well. Uh, yeah. Coming Ooh. up. I thought that the first game should have been a much more even comp. Mm, yeah. uh, I thought that on looking on paper, but you know, on the on the night Queensland just played better. They, you know, they they were just they were on. You know, mm. so uh, so the the you know, I think we're behind the pump now. You know, coming back to to you know, even if we even it up, even if by any chance we even it up, which I'm not sure. 
uh, we have to play the, the decider in Queensland, yeah, you know, which mm-hmm. is always a always a battle, you always. Know? Yeah, see, I'm, but uh, but you know, listen, you, you can't you can't these guys. It's a lot lot at stake in these games, so they're all going to go for it. Yeah, but uh, yeah. but there is something about that Queensland siege mentality. They when the, you know they want they've got a point to prove after a few years, and, yeah. and I think they're very dangerous. Chasing a whitewash this year. We always like a decider because we think it's a little no, bit more go, fun. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say whitewash. Come on, yeah. come on. Yeah. Give, give, give me something. Give me Jimmy I'm Sydney. I'm in New South Wales, Sydney. Come on. No, that's, that's why. That's like, I can break the spirit of Jimmy Barnes. I can break the spirit. Never will you do that, ever. Of the blues. Mate, uh, yeah. you're going to be here in Brisbane, the Entertainment Centre. Um, yeah. The new album as well. Uh, you'll be celebrating the 30th anniversary of Soul Deep. Um, an absolute pleasure to talk to you this morning. Thank you so much for your time. Very nice to talk to you guys. Go the blues. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. There are two types of people in this world. It's often a phrase that gets said. There are two types of people in this world. People that categorise people. Mm-hmm. But there's a woman who has divided social media uh, by something that you have um, forced me to do, Abby. Uh, and I'm still not sure how I feel about it. An Aussie entrepreneur has shocked fans, and it's caused quite a stir uh, on the socials by claiming that she cannot, will not, go to sleep with her phone on silent because what if there is an emergency mm-hmm. and someone needs her and she's on silent and she sleeps through it she would never forgive herself and she calls people that puts their phones on silent during the night monsters yeah monster over here yeah are you a monster <laughs> yeah yeah were you a monster before you started working with abs <laughs> uh, because i wasn't i had my phone yeah. on during the night for that reason never knew if someone was going to call yeah. uh in the middle of the night and you always answer at four in the morning but going who's it, dead no. and they say your dad and you're like oh, i pr- probably should have prefaced that um, well you're still going to find out in the morning that's what i think do you know what i mean like what's what are you going to do in the middle of the night would you have to be different because at different stages of life, you've got a teenage son. If he's out there and about at a nightclub, you'd go to bed with your phone on, wouldn't you, in case you need to do oh, the Oh, good taxi. point. Maybe I might then. You can set certain numbers that can get through. Oh. So I would set... Someone told this woman that those, and that yeah. blew her mind. It's like a do not disturb, but you can set um, numbers to go through that. I... I your, you, yours is not on that, by the way, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> I would call... I called you at eight in the morning mm. on the weekend, mm. which I thought was a reasonable time, and mm. he was so annoyed with you, angry. But the thing mm. is, then I went on his Facebook, and mm. I could see what time he'd logged on to his Facebook. So you were up. You are up a half an hour before. Yeah, but I didn't want to ruin my day by talking to you first. <laughs> uh, you're ruining it on Facebook. <laughs> so you got annoyed that she called you so early on a Saturday. That's, that's a bit Never, of a... Never, ever that's, call me again. That's a very brief overview, because Abby does... She's insomniac, but she'll just pop off messages. Sometimes I think he likes that funny video, so I send it to him in the middle of the night. I've learned, and I've changed my behaviour, and now I'm fine with it. I am fine with it. There was one time where Kat sent me a message saying, please don't text, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, did I wake you up? Sleep with your phone on silent. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, because I used to get a few during the night, and, and, you know, so I I turn it off on the silent now, but uh, there was a while where I I wouldn't. It is a weird thing, because I always go, I will message my friends back when I get the message. Yeah. So if I wake up and I'm my alarm's at 3.30 in the morning mm. and I've got a few from friends over the night, some of them I will message back because mm. they've messaged me at like 10 o'clock. So I was like, meh, they've probably got theirs on silent. 
Well, fair is fair as well. They know you go to bed early because you wake up early. Mm, so yeah. if, if they're willing to risk waking you up being in bed early, I think free range in the morning at 3 a.m. The, fu- the fun yeah, is... Yeah, and the you co- do have that in the back of your head. You're like, text me at 10, I'll text you back Yeah, the fun two. is when um, one of my friends has had a baby, though. Mm. So they're up throughout the whole night breastfeeding, and it becomes a competition of what time you can text. Oh, like, okay. oh, just thinking of you, 1 o'clock. Oh, well, I'm just thinking of you at 2. All right, well, how long can <laughs> we go with this? I have actually, though, when well, I couldn't sleep when I had my uh, nasal polyps and I wasn't sleeping very well, I would text you back at night time uh, if I get a text from you at like one and yeah. I would text you back going, yeah. And you know what Abby would text back? Have a guess what Abby would text back. Why are you awake? <laughs> yeah. 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 Go to sleep. Why are you, you need awake? to get yeah. up in two hours. Yeah. Why are you awake? Go to sleep. Well, you can't win. This is my, <laughs> this is my midnight alarm to reply to, to reply text to you, messages. Yeah. I get so much done in this window. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Making his television debut from his bathroom here in Los Angeles, Sam Fisher, live from the lavatory. City's gonna break my heart. City's gonna love me, leave me alone. Sam Fisher's new single, All My Loving. It is out now and he is on the air with us. G'day, legend. What's up, guys? How you doing? Good We're to see good. you. We're excited you're, you're coming to Oz. I, you're excited. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it's been three years, and the last time I was in Australia, I wasn't anyone. So, suck uh, <laughs> it, like, everyone. I was, yeah, I was crap. I was like less than no one. So, it's fun to be able to come back. That, and, uh, you know, everyone. That is pretty amazing when you think about it. There's so many people that, you know, are name here and they want to try and go over the States or the UK, mm. but you actually did the opposite route. You actually went over there and were then has made it big to come back. Yeah, no, I mean, I will say, and I just like, I feel like I'm constantly clarifying this, mm. but like I did not leave Australia to pursue music. I left Australia for like personal reasons. Mm. Um, you were running away chicks. from police. Um, <laughs> uh, it was on the run. Um, <laughs> and, wow, guys, I was trying to be really vulnerable there, and we totally <laughs> sorry, turned. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, right. for personal reasons. Yeah, we're you back know, there. I love that for us, and that is the Australian way. Um, <laughs> I, oh, Felix, no, so coming. Like, I feel like <laughs> I feel like this is like a cute homecoming. It's it's gonna be. Mad. I don't on tour. Like everyone yeah, gets yeah. to finally see me perform. I was. I've been saying like. People finally get to see that I have legs and I'm not yeah. just an yeah. Like I'm not just a torso on a screen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you're out of the toilet. Yeah. And out of the toilet. <laughs> Sorry. What was it off the tour? Did you do a performance? Wasn't you? Was it the James Corden one you did in your bathroom? Because you went off the bathroom, <laughs> remember? You loved this toilet. Okay, no, you're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, it was I, my very first TV performance was mm. Jimmy Kimmel and it was on a green screen. And then when it was on uh, international TV, it was. Um, yeah, I was in a bathroom. Yeah, Gee, don't tell me about your bathroom stuff. habits. There's yeah. Sam, I know all about your movements. <laughs> he hasn't been to the Arias yet. Yeah. He hasn't been, been into a toilet. You've been irregular the last couple of weeks. You want to get on that? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's everything's flowing. Yeah, yeah, things good. Feeling good. <laughs> been eating well. Um, I'm just noticing here. We're just talking about you were on James Corden. That was your first uh, TV appearance. You've also been on the Ellen Show. I have been on the Ellen Show. All shows seem to shut down after you've been on them, Sam. Hey. What's going hey. on? What have you done? What do you do when you go on these shows, my friend? Okay, we're, like, really digging up trauma here. <laughs> um, Sorry, Sam. I, 
Uh, yeah, well, what do I do? I give a performance that is so good that yeah. I need to take a break. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. yeah. On that round for me. Yeah, could you go on Married uh, at First Sight uh, next? That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is, but. I think, think there needs to be a ch- sort of changing of the guard. A lot of talk shows yeah. have sort of had their use by date. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, that's that's it. Watch out, guys. Once this interview is done, the studio is going to shut down. I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, we're probably going to be next, and rightly so. Um, and you're touring um, with Tones and I as well, two Aussies. Go, you guys are going around the US together? Yeah, we're going around the US, man. I'm so excited. We've we've never met, but we've texted, and the the first time Tones texted me uh she didn't reveal herself until she gave me like a bunch of clues as to who she was um what do you mean like how did she get your number what was the deal someone someone gave her my number and she sent me she sent me this text (laughs) she said hey sam your package has arrived i've been walking weeks to deliver this package to you rain wind storm and i was like Ah, so bummed I don't have this number saved. You <laughs> <laughs> fine, who this? I was like, who are you? And she gave me a bunch of clues. And uh, Can you read the clues out? Okay, first, first clue was, I've been on my own for a minute and sometimes I think, is it only me out here? Right. Second, my hair is never the same colour. And then third, she sent me a photo of her hand. I think it's her hand. And she's got a uh, dance monkey tattooed. And I was oh. like, that's Tones and I. I love it. Uh, but, but, yeah, she's she's such a good egg, man. She's so cool. I'm so excited to go on tour with her. That's when you know you've made it, though, when you've got, you know, big-time celebs. And playing just games with you. Playing, playing, yeah, messing with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good, yeah. that Exactly. That's how I know I've made it. Thank you. Yeah. Unless you get on the tour and it's uh, Tim and I and you're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> we all have, I'll be up for that. Yeah, 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 yeah that'd be that. fine. We all have kids that have just started learning an instrument and it's just, it's compulsory at the school for us and it's just, it's horrible to listen to and you want to be supportive. Manny over there has sons learning saxophone, saxophone. which I believe you play, and yours. Yeah. Mine's, got the, uh, mine's got the trombone <laughs> because she's tall. Okay. And, and mine's got the violin, which is like a cat screaming. Oh yeah, I so I I started playing violin and then I picked up the saxophone. So I feel you. I was like three playing the violin, and my my mum, bless her, she was very kind to me then. But it was probably awful. Mm, yeah. Um. But you know, look at you now. <laughs> look at you now. But look at me now. Here we go. I, I have time me. That's, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Hey, uh, Sam, All My Loving, that is the single. Uh, we can see you at the Princess Theatre on September 10. Mate, it is so great to see you again, and we're so excited to have you here back in the country, back in Brizzy. Um, we'll catch up then, mate. I appreciate you guys. You guys are going to come to the show? Yeah, yes, we'll come along. You, and you have to come into the studio. Absolutely. If absolutely. we're still oh here and not shut down yeah, after this. Just going up, right after. You've got like 30 seconds of power left. <laughs> Good on you, man. Thanks, Sam. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I stood in front of a bus <laughs> yesterday to protect something. Oh. And I didn't think I would ever do it. And there's something about it where you kind of go... I, I, I didn't really think about it because I saw it and I was like, whoa. Instinct kicked Instinct in. Instinct kicked in. 
So I was driving uh, at Carina Heights just near our house when you go to Gallipoli Road near the Chris's IGA. Mm-hmm. So for anyone that knows the area, it's, you know, it's the suburbs, but there's a lot of trees that are around it and there's a lot of gum trees that mm-hmm. are around it. Oh. And I was driving back and I thought, what is on the road? And I saw this giant koala, not a bear. A giant koala. It was really big koala on oh. the middle of the road. Uh-huh. And you know, you just go for any other animal... I don't think I would do it. There's something about a koala, isn't there? Well, Where like you not, feel like not a someone's Labrador. <laughs> well, a Labrador would run off. I think. Yeah. I probably. I don't know. Maybe not a snake. You'd stop like for a, a sloth. possum. You'd people stop like for a sloth. Yeah. I'd stop for a sloth, but you're not going to see it. But there's something about it where it's like all Australians have to love a koala. Yeah. Well, and the was... cleanup of all the caramello if they get hit. <laughs> it <was in> the <laughs> <middle> <laughs> takes ages. But it was in the middle of the road. So I pulled over to the side, and there was another lady that had driven up further, and she'd got out of her car. And I said to the kids, "Stay in the car." And then there was a bus coming, and I was like, "This is not going to happen." So I had to run and just go like this in front of the koala for the bus, and I was like. That's not safe. And then he could see the koala and it went up onto a tree. Sure got up. You it was saved so, a life. Saved a life. Mm. I did, think he would have seen it. But you know, you just go, do you guys feel like that with koalas? Yeah, yeah, I think you There's a hierarchy do. of animals, yeah. isn't there? Well, yeah. well, anything that bites you, you leave to their own devices, and anything that's cute, you save. Yeah. Mm. I still swear Same when with I my had children, it. that's how I think too. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like scrub turkey, speed up. You know, they're, de- they're protected. But it's an accident. You can't prove that. Did prove you just it. say speed up? You, what? I didn't, not out loud. <laughs> I still can't run over a toad. You can't run over a toad? No. You'd be screwed in Scotland because the hedgehogs are everywhere. You can't avoid them. And it, the streets are littered with um, hedgehog roadkill. Hedgehogs? Yeah, like hundreds. Oh, yeah. Do they go in your tyres or is that? No, no. Oh, yeah, they, don't, they can't pierce through your tyres. I don't believe so. I think yeah. they've got technology. So do you just run them over? Yeah. Well, they yeah. unfortunately don't. They say you, you shouldn't should slam your brakes on for yeah. an animal because it can cause more, more accidents. accidents. You're supposed oh, to keep I'm going. I'm not going to run over a koala. It just means you no. won't be insured. Yeah. I wouldn't run over a koala. No, come on. When you Come so on. We- I'd say that. And I'd say the insurance claim is say, for a koala. On. It's a koala, mate. It's koala. Yeah. Why do we say koala bear when they're not bears? Um, I don't know. There's a song. About that. Don't call me koala bear. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Um, when you stepped out in front yes. of the bus. Yes. Had the bus driver noticed there was a koala you were saving first, or did you have that few seconds where he looked at you like, "It's not a very fast street." Do you know uh, what I mean? Like it is. I think it is a fifty zone, so it wasn't yep. too fast, and I, he could see me for a while away. But right. you know, you just go. I was like, "Well, that's not a sensible thing to do." But I was just so caught up with how cute this koala is, and then we yeah. stood on the road and we watched the koala like go up the tree. Wouldn't it be? And it w- all of us were just watching, like, "Oh," and then we're like. Okay. Chopper right. Dave's up the top. <laughs> uh, some idiot on a road has just stopped a bus. No one knows why. They're now just all peering at a tree. Uh, we'll keep you updated with more in half an hour. I was, I was just so close to it. It was really big. Would have been even better if he'd have popped on. Thanks, love. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I was going to miss that one. Stab <laughs> Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Obviously, I am gazing down the barrel of death uh, closer than you two because I am the oldest of the no, team. No, no, no. I think it gets to a certain age and it's all about health. Right. You know when you do that, though? Like, you, you kind of go, it is when you... <laughs> when It's more your lifestyle. Yeah, it's more to do with age. But <laughs> yeah. then I do think that you can see when it starts to get to around about the 50 or 60, Yeah. I reckon it's all about health because you can get some really fit 60-year-olds yeah. and some really sick. Yeah, six, six year olds. That's yeah. true. Well, uh, the University of Sydney have done a uh, study, mm. and they found a ten-second way 
to figure out if you're going to die young. How much do you drink a week? Nope. Okay. You want to have another guess? It's fun. I reckon it'll be one of those silly things that you don't, like you don't realise, like it, who people who, you know how they always say people who swear the most are the most intelligent. It'll be something like, uh, yes. something like that. That's you know? bullshit. Uh, that- <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it sounds stupid. But they reckon they can tell if you can't do this one thing for 10 seconds, it doubles, doubles your chance of dying young, which is a pretty big Mm. jump, right? So all you have to do, and you guys can do it here if you want to find out if you're going to die soon, is stand on one leg for 10 seconds. With your eyes shut? Uh, no. With that, that's really hard. You'd be yeah, I know. Have that's what I meant. Done yeah. it before. Yeah. yeah. Disciplines were asked to place their front of their free foot on the back of their lower leg while keeping their arms by their sides and their gaze fixed straight ahead. Should I take off my heels or not? Um, doesn't say. One, two, three, four, oh! five, six, <laughs> seven, eight, nine. Ten, you're all fine, but you're you're not really in the category. Um, so if you fall, if you can't do that for ten seconds, yeah, you're going to die young. According to researchers, so roughly one in five people, three hundred and eighty-four of the group that um, they tested, failed the balance test. P- people who were unable to stand unsupported on one leg for ten seconds were linked to an eighty-four percent increased risk of death from any cause within the next decade. Well, that's just that's cruel. It's like they've already got people that are sick. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, that's what they're saying. You can't do it because of your blood pressure or there's something. Uh, balance yeah. is very important. If you don't have balance, something's normally skewed. What you. I'm saying is I kind of wanted the test to be like before you get in trouble. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that's a bit of an indication. I better yeah. get my life together. But that's yeah. kind of like saying, well, it's too late there for you now. There you go. You're done. There you go. You're done. Well, maybe if you're wondering, do I get a divorce or just wait this out? Just go, hey, babe, can you stand on so one, one foot, foot for me? Yeah. Just count to ten, please. Yeah. What are the other conditions? You said high blood pressure, but why is that going to stop you balancing on one leg? Well, it says, uh, in general, those who failed uh, had poorer health with a higher proportion deemed obese, Mm. Categorized as having heart disease, high blood pressure, and unhealthy blood fat profile. So I guess it's up you get. Do I get extra points because I did it in heels? Um, there was yeah, no yeah, point that system. adds another Thank ten you. years to your life. Wow. Yeah, you won't. Who's Couldn't gonna... kill you with a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be at all. You can of try our, to get your balance. You'll be looking over all of our caskets. Yeah. Saying I told you you shouldn't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I sound like that? She's going to have one of those arcade games where you have to dance on the grave. High <laughs> <laughs> the- score, everyone. You're next. Have a go. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm fine. But if you've got like, imagine if you've got like a, got like an elderly. I just feel sorry for people doing that test. Have you ever had vertigo? It's so bad. Uh, my sister has. Oh, it's awful. Mm. I had to crawl to the bathroom once and I had to go to the doctor's. It was seven in the morning. That's and called the doctor, a high hangover. Well, that's it's it. not the called vertigo, said to me, darling. It said to me, have you been drinking? And I was like, No. And mum's like, have you been drinking? I was like, no. I should. And it was vertigo, so the room spins yeah, so much. It's, it's a- the um, bubble in your ear, the, yeah. the water bubble in your ear. Yeah. But if you've got an elderly relative that's loaded, you like, hey, grandma, you pop on one foot for me so I can see how long i got to My wait My nana's 99. It. Yeah. I don't know. If <laughs> get it. Pretty sure we know the next sequence. <laughs> that's dark. Uh, that's 140. <laughs> you don't know no sequence. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. Everyone wants your email these days, yep. you know, for marketing. And every time you purchase something, you've got to give your email. And because I buy a lot online, I've just given my email out quite a bit. 
So I'm constantly getting those emails that you're like, oh, I need to unsubscribe to that. But lately they've been doing this tool that really gets your attention. You know when you know that you're never going to like, it might be something from a PR or a a marketing campaign that you're never normally going to click on. Hmm. But now on the subject title, they have forward. Have you seen that? So it's forward and you go, oh, someone's forwarded this email to Mm. me. Or or reply like the little RA. Yes. Shut up, shut up. Keep it on the DL. Because, you know, now, like, even now that we're sort of towards the end of the pandemic, yeah. even having a cold, you still feel like you're a nuclear you're a leper. Mm. Mm. Thanks, <laughs> but no thanks. You've talked about this in the past, Maddie, the very colourful uh, and expensive shampoo and conditioner that wives use. Normally, oh, like, yeah. purple. If you squeeze it and it comes out purple, take the lid off and scrape it back in because yep. it's probably $16 in your hand. And what Quit about man. if you're having a shower and you hear a bang and you don't think to look down and then after you get out of the shower, you realise that you oh. knocked the open bottle of shampoo out and it's been leaking in your drip tray for the last three and a half minutes. How big was the bottle? Because the thing is, it's like the, the more expensive ones are the smaller bottles. No. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Mm. Yeah, this was like a bucket. Oh, well, still, she's bulk build, bulk yeah. purchased it. But yeah. Yeah. I think she took out a pay. second mortgage on the house. <laughs> <laughs> Spare room's ready to go, mate. Just come over any time. I appreciate that. If I'd have known it was that easy, I would have done it a long have time ago. Have you ever ago. used it? Once, but don't, we don't talk about that. No. No, my hair went all puffy. Uh, thanks for nothing. Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby and Matt on B105.